My name is Mr. Bobby Ray Huntley. I am calling from Virginia Beach, Virginia, and I am retired after 19 years with the Virginia Beach City Public School System. And I wore several hats with the school division. I started out as a security assistant, uh, became an in-school suspension coordinator, and also a dean of students. I'm a pastor. I've been pastoring, my wife and I, pastor Test of Faith Ministries in Virginia Beach. We've been pastoring for 20 years. We just celebrated 20 years this March. And so it's been great. Um, everyone calls me Mr. Huntley, at least the students did. They call me Mr. Huntley. And my favorite teacher growing up was Mr. Neal. He was my math teacher. And although math wasn't and still currently isn't my favorite subject, but Mr. Neal took an interest in me and uh, he would take me and a couple other students bowling. It was my first experience um, in bowling and also skating. And so he spent some time with us and um, that really meant a lot to me. And I, I think it helped shape me to become the mentor that I am today. Hello teachers from around the world and welcome to the Legendary Educator Podcast, the podcast for teachers for continuing professional development where we discuss everything related to education. I'm your host, Mr. Ramos. Is it just me or is behavior becoming worse with every new generation? A lack of respect, a lack of integrity, a lack of responsibility, and this is due to several reasons, but this isn't the time to play the blame game. Instead, I wanted to find something that would help educators guide their students to become positive citizens of society. And I believe I found just the thing. My guest this week is Mr. Bobby Huntley, U.S. Marine veteran, retired educator, inspirational speaker, author of several books, mentor, activist. Yeah, this guy does it all. We discuss a truly fantastic program called The Gentleman's Club an extracurricular activity for young men to teach them about values and how to be a good citizen. Now this is something that I would love to see in every school around the world. We discuss the history of the program as well as the effects it has on young people. And we also explain how you can implement this at your own school. Before we begin, please take a moment to subscribe to the channel so you won't miss any of the extremely important episodes in the coming weeks as we wind down this first season of the Legendary Educator Podcast, after which I've got some really cool things up my sleeve for the summer. I'm truly honored to be speaking with this legendary gentleman. Mr. Huntley, welcome. I wanted to interrupt this awesome interview to personally thank you for checking out Legendary Educator. I hope you're enjoying this episode and finding benefit in it to take back to your classroom. You know, creating a podcast and producing weekly episodes is actually pretty demanding. It takes time, energy, and yes, even some cost. But fear not, there is a way to support the podcast. Actually, two ways. The first thing you can do is go check out legendaryeducator.com resources, where I've compiled a whole list of products and services that are useful to teachers. You never know, you may find something that's just right for you, like discount school supply for your school supplies, lesson planet for prepared lesson plans, or better help for online therapy. Using the links on my website won't cost you anything. You may actually end up saving, but it will give me a little kickback to help support the channel. And if you don't find anything you like, you can just make a small donation by going to legendaryeducator.com donate. 
You can donate as little as a dollar. A buck a show. Sounds like a good deal. Again, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Okay, Mr. Huntley, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here today. I encountered your name on a podcast I was listening to, and you were talking about something called The Gentleman's Club. I'm going to go into that in a couple of minutes, but as always, I'd like to go into your history in the field of, of education. What's your origin story? How did you get into education and the process that basically led you to where you are today? It's an interesting story. Um, I'm a veteran. I spent 13 and a half years in the United States Marine Corps, mm. and I'm also an author of several books. And uh, I met a, a friend of mine who's a pastor, and he would tell me, he said, you do such a wonderful job with the men in your community. But he said, I think your calling is with the youth. And I'm 6'6", 360 pounds, so I'm a big guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I can't see myself in the school, especially with students that are small. I'm used to dealing with men being in the Marine Corps. You're scary. And, uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're a scary fella. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. I'm a big guy. Huh. And so he said, no, I think you would really do good. I think you're missing your calling if you don't work with the kids. What better way to help? shape a person than to start them out young. Hmm. And I said, okay. And I'll be honest with you, I think what really got me, because I'm also an inspirational speaker, but what I think what really got me was that the time frame that I would still have time to do my own business. Uh, he said, well, you know, you work eight to five off on the weekends and you get paid in the summer. I said, I get paid in the summer. So that was <laughs> the first hook that got me that I got paid in the summer. And so I said, okay. So I went in pretty much on an entry level, you know, just to get my foot in the door. I, you know, I started at Plaza Middle School as a security assistant. And um, that was great. I really enjoyed doing it. And and even the uh, principal, he gave me freeway, uh, leeway, excuse me, to uh, spend as much time with the, especially the young men, the boys, uh, and shaping them, shaping their mind, because we had a lot of students that uh, had a lot of disciplinary issues. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I started getting comfortable with these young kids. You know, they were uh, to my knee and, and to my hips, <laughs> but I started getting comfortable with them. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, things started shaping and manifesting. And um, and a young man, or excuse me, another teacher who's a good friend of mine, he had the mentoring program, the Gentleman's Club, the year. Uh, I started at Plaza Middle School, and the following year, he couldn't take over the program, so he asked me to do the program, and I took over from there. Mm. I spent two years at Plaza Middle School, and then I was hired at the um, Kempsville Middle School as an in-school suspension coordinator. And there I got a lot of time dealing with students, of course, in-school suspension coordinator, we call it ISS for short. Uh, That's the step before a student gets put out of school, uh, short-term or long-term out-of-school suspension Mm. because of disciplinary infractions, whether it be um, a lot of referral, disrespect to teachers, or whatever the case may be, they get one day, two days, perhaps three days of ISS. And I learned in sitting in that classroom with the students, I began to not only give them their their work assignments, but to ask them questions as far as what got them into trouble, you know, and why did they keep coming back to ISS? So then what I started doing was having a roundtable discussion with them after they finished their work for that day. Hmm. And it was a a round robin. And I would ask them uh, questions and they would answer. They would ask me questions. I would answer their questions. And I learned so much from these young people as far as, um, their attitude and why they were behaving the way they were behaving. 
and a lot of them would say to my surprise to, to my surprise that it was respect that they felt that the teachers were not giving them respect. Mm. Now I'm a product of the sixties and the seventies. And the one thing that I learned that we were taught was as a, as a child, you mind your manners and you respect the adults. Yes. You're pretty much seen and not heard. And so it took me a while to finally grasp where they were coming from with respect. I'm thinking hey, you, you're a young person, you know, little boy, little girl, you just should keep your mouth closed and do what you're told. But we live in a different age now. And these children, they want respect. They want mm -hmm. to not only be seen, but they want to be heard. And I started listening to them and in some ways coming down to their level to get a better understanding of who they were and where they were coming from. And then it just took off from there. And then the rapport came and I began to spend as much quality time with them. And I began to do the Gentleman's Club even more, putting more emphasis on it, uh, on the respect level. And um, I, I really enjoyed the uh, time I spent with these with these students, uh, with ISS, and also as a dean of student. You know, I had more hands on them as a dean of student, and uh, helping uh, um, change their behavior. Hmm, that's fascinating. So you're a product of the '60s and the '70s. I'm a product of the '80s and the '90s. <laughs> okay. and, and I always say that my generation you know, is a final sort of decent generation, right? I'm class of 2000 and the class of 2000 <laughs> is the last, you know, decent class on earth. Right. Um, and then everything started changing. Everything started turning. I was a teacher for 10 years and I noticed, I noticed, especially in the males, of course, the females had their own issue, but especially in the males, they are not the same. That's correct. They have different expectations. Yeah. They have different sort of ways of dealing with things. And mm -hmm. so again, when I heard about your program yeah. and 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 you know your project, I'm like, I need to have Bobby on my podcast because sure. I would love to see this in every single school yeah. around the world, right? Yeah. So yes. what is the gentleman's club exactly? First of all, what is it? And second mm -hmm. of all, how did you develop it? Okay. Well, um, the gentleman's club is a character development mentoring program for youth. I, I have not and I will not take credit for the Gentleman's Club. Paul Arrington is the one that started the Gentleman's Club several decades ago um, at Plaza Middle School. And it was after meeting him after the first year, um, he could not no longer do the program. So he asked me to take over the program. And so I started the program and I started doing it for 14 years. And it's an awesome program. And it's um, it's uh, we started it. Well, I continued it. Uh, for 14 years, uh, we meet after school um, twice a month, the first and third Tuesday of each month. And it's a year-long program. And it's it, it really shaped the boys, um, the behavior, it changed the, um, the, um, the dynamics and the behavior of the school. Um, it's been recognized that as far as, excuse me, not recognized, but we've been credited with reducing the referral rates by 50%. The attendance have grown, gone up in the schools and the morale has has increased and it's been favorable. The community has gotten involved with it and uh, uh, we've implemented it in about four or five schools in the city of Virginia Beach. It's been so successful that other school divisions outside of the state, outside of the state of Virginia has reached out to us to help with the program, to help them start their own program, mm -hmm. such as school division in Alabama, Connecticut, Maryland. And so uh, it, it's it's proven to be successful. When we started the program at the alternative high school, we had the highest graduation rate in two years at the high school because of the program, how it changed significantly the climate of the school. 
after the first year starting the mentoring program, the gentlemen's club, we also started the ladies club mm. because it's a huge success. So the, they, we had a ladies club as well as the gentlemen's club. And we oftentimes worked hand in hand and went on field trips together and did a lot of after school activities together. What are the main objectives of the Thank gentlemen's you. club? Thank you. I'll read our mission statement. Okay. Okay. The mission of the Gentleman's Club is to develop and maintain the student's self-respect as well as respect for others, promoting self-esteem and a positive attitude. We will provide knowledge about stereotypes, media images, cliques, prejudice, hate, communication, tolerance, and respect. Hmm. Further, the members will develop and implement action projects in school to address needs determined by the assessments. Action projects may include a variety of activities such as dress-up days. Now, our young men would come to school for our meetings dressed in suits and ties. This was the attire for our meeting each and every time. Um, we would have, um, I would post our young men at the doors early to open doors for the teachers when they would come in and they would greet the teachers coming mm. into the school, teaching them how to open doors for young ladies. Uh, we've had... Um, anti-bullying pro anti um, programs, school mediation programs. Um, we also developed various activities such as uh, teaching them how to tie ties, how to shake a man's hand. Uh, we would go on um, field trips to the uh, colleges and universities, uh, museums, and our huge field trip that we ever went on was to um, Washington, D.C. And we had the opportunity to tour the White House. Oh, wow. And so our, our objective was to broaden their mindset and to let them see what's possible for them. Hmm. One of the models that we have is that it doesn't matter where in life you come from, but what does matter is where you allow yourself to end up. And I'll share another motto that we have is that if we're not on the right path, then the wrong path lies ahead. Speaking of this, I also saw one of your videos is you took the kids to on a field trip to a prison. Yes, to jail. A jail That's okay. the very first field trip we go on every school year is to hmm. jail. And I do that as an eye-opening experience to get their attention because I want them to know how serious we are about this program. Hmm. It's not a scared state, excuse me, a scared straight program that some people have seen on TV uh, because our young men, we go to, to the jail in our suits and ties. Hmm. We first go to the courtroom. We sit in the courtroom. The judge know that we're there. The judge always acknowledge our presence and the judge take time either before or after some of the cases that are shown or heard before us to address the gentleman's club and, and answer, answer any questions they may have. Oh, wow. So uh, the young men, they get to see um, actual cases, people coming in in handcuffs, um, shackled around the ankles. They hear cases where they be DUIs, driving while intoxicated, mm. or marijuana, or child support. Whatever case come before the court, we sit there and we listen to it. And so we also, here in Virginia Beach, uh, at the jail, we uh, the inmates travel to and from court underground. So they never come outside from the courthouse to the jail cell, wow. they go underground. And so we, when we go into the courthouse to jail, we go underground um, and we um, uh, go to the jail cells. We put them in the jail cells. We close the jail. I mean, oh, we, we lock the bars and they see where, you know, there's no curtains. If you have to go to the restroom, everyone sees what you're doing. When no, you take a, a shower, everyone yeah, sees what you're doing. Yeah, it's you a POV experience. It's a POV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is, 
Yes. This is how it is. This is from this the is eyes how, it's a shocking of, of, experience. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we also have an inmate who comes in and handcuffed and shackled. This is not rehearsed at all. These are actual inmates and they come in and they tell their stories. And sometimes, I mean, I've been shocked at some of the inmates because they're tattoos all on their face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a, a large history. And I tell you what's interesting and two things always happen and it's not scripted at all, but it's just the way it comes out. The inmates always say for the most part, nine out of 10, nine out of 10 times that their issue started in middle school when they started trying to do their own thing, stop listening to teachers, they start following the wrong crowd and they stopped listening to their parents. And then they would always say, I wish we would have a program like you have That's right incredible. now, then mm -hmm. I wouldn't be here in this situation. And it, that always touched my heart to hear them say that. And so our young man now leaves the jail. They come back and in our next meeting, they have to write at least two paragraphs on what they learned. Mm. And then we uh, we print those paragraphs out and we post them in the school all along the school so the other students can take get an understanding of what our young men experienced. So that's the first field trip we go every year to open their eyes. And then the other field trips are a lot of fun field trips. Right, right. That is incredible. That is 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 really putting the students, you know, in the shoes of, of the different sort of positions in the community. And I love how the community is so welcoming to this. I love how the judges are so cool with it. I love how the inmates are so cool with it. That actually yes. surprised when I saw that video, that surprised me. Um yes. that, you know, one of the inmates would sort of willingly and 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 you know amicably come in and share their yeah. stories and say hey i made a mistake and this is why i'm here it's a first-hand experience i love that now although we don't have the ladies club go to the jail with us uh one year we had a a, a young lady who was an inmate the inmate she it was a woman mm. and she came and spoke and i'm thinking to myself well i don't know how this is going to go but her story was very dynamic and it was, it put a different twist, you know, all together. And so it's a positive thing that we do. And I can tell you that uh, this program is the only program, the only middle school that's able to go because it's usually set aside for high school seniors. Right. Uh, you know, but we're the only middle school. Uh, my program was the only middle school in the program itself to be able to attend because of how well behaved our students are. Hmm. And uh, what, we always have, a, uh, at the end of the year, we have a banquet. And one year we had the sheriff uh, who's in charge of the jail. The sheriff mm. came and spoke at the banquet. And we always take photos. You know, I don't, I don't know if you saw the photos with the with the deputies as well. Uh, but it's, it's a wonderful thing. And, and yes, we have the community support. We would have um, retirees come in from um, uh, all, all walk, walks of life. Uh, they would donate. Uh, suits to us. They donate ties to us from the community. Uh, I had one um, one realtor. He donated a couple hundred dollars, wrote a check to the program, you know, mm. and, you know, so we get a lot of support from the community. It's a wonderful thing. So if you've managed to reach this far, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're enjoying this episode. And what better way to show me that you're enjoying the podcast than by doing something to support it financially? It's just the right thing to do. You can go to legendaryeducator.com resources to find links to products and services. Using the links aren't going to cost you anything, but I'll get a small kickback for every purchase you made. And if you don't find anything there, you can go to legendaryeducator.com donate and donate as little as $1. Okay, I want to take advantage of your time. I want to take advantage of this platform and... 
I want to create a how to, a how to start this program at your school, because God knows <laughs> every single school needs this. So, I mean, in a couple of points, how to, how does a school start this program at their local schools? And you know, keep in mind, I want this to be international as well. So it's not only, not only North America, but internationally. Wonderful. Um, first of all, the gentleman who actually started Paul Arrington, he and I, we co-authored a book on how mm. to start a mentoring program. And so it's called the Gentleman's Club. So we've already put together a, a package on, uh, or a book itself on how mm. to start a mentoring program. And that book is available on my website. And I guess we'll share that in just a few minutes. Absolutely. Um, but I think the key thing to this is to have, you have to be a person um, uh, who, who's ever going to be in charge of the program to have a heart for the children. Mm. Um, and a lot of times it's not a paid, it's not a paid, um, uh, I didn't get paid for this. Uh, it was something that was in my heart to to continue uh, and doing. Mm -hmm. And I can also say that um, uh, sometimes I spent my own money, you know, for snacks. for hey, it's a <laughs> well, Teachers know that. So it's I'm a not teacher, exactly. Right? I, comes, I, I apologize. It comes with the, yeah, exactly. It comes it, with the territory. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, you know, because it takes so much of your time and a lot of, a lot of the things is just um, coming up with ideas to keep their attention. You know, and, and mm. so um, we also, and I, I, I think I'll get to the question in just a second, but we also uh, had fundraising activities. Uh, I had a, a friend, a gentleman that I met who was the owner of Krispy Kreme Donuts, mm. and he would donate uh, 100 boxes of donuts and we would sell the donuts. And that's oh, how we okay. generated a lot of money mm. as well uh, to, to be able to go on these on these trips. But the thing about it is, is that a lot of things that we put together was just ideas that came to my mind. And uh, again, uh, a lot of those things, uh, pretty much everything that we've done is in, is in the book, The Gentleman's Club, that's available on my, on my website. Uh, but it's just coming up with ideas to do. And you have to have a principal uh, who supports you. Mm -hmm. I know that when I was hired at the Alternative High School, one of the reasons they hired me because they wanted me to bring the mentoring program there. And I, I, I made it certain to the principal, I said, if, if I accept this position, I need 100% of your support with my program because this is my program mm -hmm. and I know how I want my program to run. It can't work if you dictate to me how to, how to, how to work it. This right. is my program. And, I, and so he gave me full reign you know, to run my program. And if I can share a quick story with you now mm -hmm. at an alternative school, you know, I think teachers will tell you that at every school, there's probably at least 10% troubles, you know, sure. with students, 90% kids are going to be great. It's the 10% that's going to have problems with. Well, at an alternative school, that's a hundred percent of problems because that's why they're there because mm -hmm. of the disciplinary issues. So if this alternative school was a hundred percent of disciplinary issues, we turned the school around because of the program. Wow. Okay. This program, it works. Um, at the alternative school, they're gang members, oh, known wow. gang members. Hmm. Okay. They represent, uh, although they wore, everyone wore the same uniform alternative school, but they still represented their gangs in some kind of way, shape, form, or fashion. Mm -hmm. We had a, we had a fight at the alternative school where this young man got beat up pretty bad, actually muddied, and the ambulance came, had to take him out. Uh, he was in a gang. He came back at, after about about three or four weeks. He came back. I'm getting the program started. And uh, I wanted this young man to join my program, but I didn't know how to approach him. Hmm. Needless to say, he got into trouble again. He's arguing and cursing out the principal in the oh, hallway. Hmm. He's cursing the principal out in the hallway. And so this young man stood a 6'2", about 240, big kid. 
And so somehow I was able to talk him down, bring in my office and to speak with him. Make a long story short, I convinced him to join my program, even though the principal was calling his mother to expel him. Oh, he was on his way out of school. Mm -hmm. But I went to the principal's office and I shared with him. I said, Mr. Bolton, you told me that you would support me 100%. I don't want you to kick this young man out. I want him in my program. No, Mr. Dunn, he's got to go. He's got to go. Sir, you said that you would give me 100%. This is what the program is about. It's kids like this guy who needs help. That young man joined my program. He became the president, because we have officers, president, uh, vice president, uh, secretary, uh, treasurer, uh, sergeant uh, at arms. He became the president of the program. He went back to high school, graduated. He went on to college to graduate from college. And he's now a, a, a guard, I think, somewhere in Texas. That's remarkable. So this is the this this and I have so many stories like this, how it changed people around. Once the once the community learned about this and it went outside the state of Virginia, we started getting invites. We had uh the um the NASB, National Association of State Boards of Educators, had their annual meeting in Washington, DC one year, and they asked members of the gentlemen's club to come and speak hmm. to a national board of educators on what was a success and what turned their lives around. And it was a two day event and it was awesome. Wow. I recommend this program at every school and every state and every country because it works. Let me share two couple more things if you don't mind. Please, yeah. One of the key factors for the gentlemen's club, if I had one word, it would be respect. Mm -hmm. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And the acronym for respect is recognizing assessing and understanding today's youth. That's the R, it's mm -hmm. recognizing. E is encouraging them to succeed despite their circumstances. S is seeing through their eyes what the world has to offer them. P, plan to lift them up, never tearing them down with words or deeds. E, equipping them with the tools needed to succeed in life. C, challenging them to love themselves by respecting themselves. And T, trusting that the seed you deposit into them will bring forth its fruit and its season. And I think it's important to share that at the beginning of every meeting, the Gentlemen's Club members read their creed. This mm. is our Gentlemen's creed, creed that is read at every meeting. As a gentleman, I promise to always have respect for myself as well as others. I will lead by example for others to follow. I will do this by displaying pride in all schoolwork assignments. My work will always be turned in on time, neatly and correctly to the best of my ability. To be a gentleman is to be kind and to be considerate of others. I will give the utmost respect to my parents, guardians, teachers, adults, and to the proper authorities over me. This I will do as a gentleman. That's our Gentlemen's Club creed and they recite that every meeting. If I were still a teacher, sir, I promise you I would be the <laughs> I would be the first one to actually jump on this. So so I'm hoping this episode reaches the ears of those educators who are interested in you know changing young people's lives. Where can they find this information? Uh, my website is brayhuntleyenterprises.com. B Ray R A Y E Huntley H U N T L E Y enterprises.com there you'll find so many photos and videos that you were able to watch about the gentleman's club and also a list of my books one of the books i've wrote is titled mothers please 
Mothers Please is a self-help book for single mothers raising sons hmm. without the help of the father. In Mothers Please, I list eight mistakes that single mothers make. The book is not to put down single mothers because they do the best they can. Uh, I'm a product of a single mother raising me, uh, but I make this profound statement is that a woman cannot teach a boy how to be a man. Mm. It takes a man to teach your boy how to be a man. My last book that I wrote that just came out last year is titled The Shaping of Our Future Generation, Putting a Plug in the School to Prison Pipeline. Mm. And so I'm an, av uh, an, an avid um activists for our youth. Um, I'm going to spend the rest of my life helping our youth and guiding and directing them in, in the way to be the best citizen they possibly can uh, to make not only their families proud, but make this country proud. That's amazing, Bobby. You are a wealth of, of just positive vibes. Um, let me ask you one last question. Please. How do you make this program look cool? I mean, I'm thinking to myself, I'm putting myself you know, back into, into the school environment I mean, if I present this to the boys in my class, they're going to be like, you know, it's not cool. It's not attractive to me as a young man who's cool, who's hip, you know, who's, you know, got it all figured out. How do you make this attractive and cool to you know young men, young boys? Well, um, I think every young man, young boy wants to look good. Mm -hmm. And what caught their attention, because all I need was just a few to get started. Um, Sometimes I start with five kids and as, as the meeting progresses, uh, they started seeing us doing field trips. They started mm. seeing us having some nice food to eat after school <laughs> and especially seeing our young men dressed in their suits. Oh, yes. it caught a lot of attention because a lady still like a young man and, and well-dressed young man. Looking so it sharp, caught a yeah. lot of, yeah, it caught a lot of attention. And mm. so, like I said, we had gang members that dropped their gang colors to join our gentlemen's club, tattoos and all, mm. you know? And so uh, the, the photos are there. The pictures will speak a thousand words, you know, 10,000 words. And the videos does that. Now, I, I, the uh, the teacher that I listened to that you asked me to take to take a listen to, uh, he would be a great, you know, someone like that with a wonderful personality. I, mm. I can just see him, you know, in his role uh, doing the Gentleman's Club because they will come. Uh, mm. the, the students will come and the ladies will come also. And when the two groups got together, we uh, did salsa dance. We taught them how to salsa dance, mm. just doing fun activities together, something new. Right, Children, right. They, they, they want to learn. If, if you can get their attention mm -hmm. and let them know that you, um, uh, you're there for them, You'd be surprised. Not teachers, because teachers know this anyway. But yeah. they will gravitate. They they will gravitate towards you. You won't have no problem doing a program such as this. Just lead from the heart. That's all you have to do. Is lead from your heart. That's fantastic. I was really looking forward to this interview because I really did want to share the story. I really did want to share this idea to the world because I do yes. believe it would be extremely effective with our young men um, and um, you know shape our shape our societies positively. Yes. I, because because God knows our societies are going, I mean, you know, God knows where they're going, right? So Absolutely. I'm really happy yeah. I got to talk to you. I'm going to put you. your links. I'm going to put your links in the show notes. So if you'd like to get to know Bobby or uh, Mr. Huntley, sorry, or it's to okay. know a little bit about his program, the Gentleman's Club, if you want a copy of the book, it's uh, the the links and his website is going to be in the show notes. It was a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for reaching out to me. I appreciate I am, you so much. You're doing a, a wonderful job. God bless you. I appreciate that, sir. Good luck on your venture. Good luck on the rest of your mission. And um, let's keep in touch. Appreciate that. God bless. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Mr. Huntley. 
Thanks again to Mr. Huntley for sharing his experiences and shedding some light on the Gentleman's Club. If you're a teacher who is passionate about your students and would like to be a positive part of their lives, I do suggest you implement this at your school, whether the Gentleman's Club for Boys or the Young Ladies Club for Girls. As Mr. Huntley said, the program works, and he was able to save numerous young people from going down a dark path. If you'd like to reach out to Mr. Huntley or learn more about the Gentleman's Club, the links are in the show notes. Let me know what you thought about today's episode by leaving your comments, questions, or complaints in the Legendary Educator Facebook group. You'll find the link in the show notes, or you can find it by searching for Legendary Educator FB Group on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at Legendary Educator, or you can get in touch with me at LegendaryEducator.com. I've got some exciting things planned for this summer, so make sure you get on the mailing list. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Next week, another legendary episode with a different legendary educator. Class is dismissed.